All right, hello guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason, joined again by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Dom. Triple D's, what do you do? Yes, sir. Here we are yet again. Um, another week of basketball done. And so we're going to start with Dom. What are some of your thoughts and your takeaways over what's been happening recently in the NBA? Um, There's just been like a, a couple of things that have been happening recently. So like um, there have been reports out there that, you know, Damian Lillard wants to play with Ben Simmons. Obviously, you know, Ben is done with Philly, but so Ben would have to go to Portland. So if he gets traded there, you feel me? I heard that Portland already tried to make a trade for him. And there's like been a bunch of reports that Lillard's not satisfied with the team construction because obviously their 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 peak would be a second round exit, most likely not even go that far though. But if Portland were to make that trade, do you think that they would become a lot better? <clears throat> Depending on who they give up. First off. Ain't nothing they can give up for Ben except one guy. But he's hey the man, they try, they try they try to get rid of CJ for him with some extras. So this is the thing about CJ. CJ was just diagnosed with a collapsed lung, and he's going to oh, be yeah, out indefinitely. So with that being said, I don't know what avenue they would have to make a Ben Simmons trade. So. It's one man, and that's, and that's he's the one that wants to play with him. So <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly my point. Ain't no fucking way. The reports came out because Damian Lillard wanted to play with him, and that's just not gonna happen. No matter how you slice it, ain't happening. Because we both know that that would need to be the trade that has to be done anyway for for Dame to end up here. And there's no way we're just going to send them. We're trying to rob people, not send them for C.J. McCollum. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> well, if y'all are trying to rob people, there's one person that can't play due to his, you know, due to his beliefs. There's somebody that can't play right now. And he's right there not playing, just like Ben's not playing. So if y'all flip him, if y'all do that little flip, you know, both of them could wind up playing because <clears throat> Philly doesn't have the restriction, the COVID restriction. So, or we did, huh? I thought we did. Nah, Philly don't have the restriction. I mean, the problem with that is, I don't know. I don't know if Kyrie would like playing here. <laughs> Just be honest with you. It take one boo. One. Be like, oh, he! Oh, yeah, he demanded a trade real fast, super duper quick. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, I'm, I, I, I love Kyrie. Oh, I love Kyrie. But at the end of the day, would he? Would he do? Would he stay? I don't know. Would he even get through a season? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, speaking of more uh, Trailblazers news, they actually fired their GM. They fired Neil, Neil Olshi because of some okay. 
Olshay because of some misconduct, they said. Some workplace misconduct. I don't know what that means. I didn't look into it, but they said there was a little misconduct. And no one. I mean, honestly, this... they should have fired him anyway because he's an awful GM. Yeah, he's been a horrible job. <laughs> he's terrible at his job. Yeah, he's pretty bad. What were you about to say, Darnell? I was just going to say, the thing about the whole situation is it's nothing to look into because that's all they said. It's not like they came out with any – they didn't come out with any details about what happened. Like, he worked until the day he got fired. It's not – you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of people wondering, like, exactly what happened because nothing was reported in that story. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're just trying to keep it low-key. And everything they don't want slander's name out there, so maybe that's what's going on. All right, so beginning January 15th, any NBA player who's not fully vaccinated will not be able to enter Canada to play games in Toronto because the Canadian government is requiring that all individuals enter Canada to be fully vaccinated. And if a player can't show proof of full vaccination and misses a game in Toronto, He'd be subject to reduction of compensation and maybe subject to fine, suspension, or other action. So basically, if you ain't got the vaccine, so people like Bradley Beal and a bunch of other people who have said they don't have the vaccine, they can't go play games in Toronto, but they can still get fined for it. So this is the thing. I don't think the NBA is going to find the players because Heck, the NBA NBA just doesn't work like that, or just they don't. Op- I'll say this: they don't operate like that under Adam Silver. So they'll they're gonna lose their game checks, but it's no gonna be no additional fines. I don't think on top of that. And I mean, I'm not surprised. Canada always has stricter rules and about letting people in. So yeah, this is just what's <laughs> expected. So. I mean, it's not like – I mean, I don't know. What, what's really going to happen is we're really going to find out everybody who's really not vaccinated because we mm-hmm. really don't know. We know the few people who put it out there that they weren't, but outside of that, the few that aren't, we don't know. So, well, the, the, the only people that we know for certain have to be are the ones that are playing in either New York or Los Angeles or San Fran because those are the only places that – um, require it anywhere else though I don't think there's a full um, you know mandate for it I have a question okay what's up does it matter like does it really matter to the you vaccine. guys the vaccine or like does it matter to you guys if NBA players are vaccinated at this point no I don't care nah nah don't matter I also don't care but I mean, whatever. but we're not. I mean, but we're not seeing them in our day to day. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, some people might just have a problem with it or whatever. Um. So, according to Shams, the Pacers are trying to move on from Sabonis, Miles Turner, Karis LeVert, and everybody else, and trying to start a complete rebuild. Their record right now is bad. They are 10 and 16, and they are 13th. Yeah, they're 13th in the East right now. They just got Rick Carlisle in the offseason. Obviously, you know, Indiana made that move. <laughs> clearly, clearly, he needs a generational <laughs> talent to do anything. 
But to be mad, I mean, yeah. I mean, people keep. I mean, people keep telling me Sabonis is a generational talent. So <laughs> ain't what, nobody tell you no Sabonis is no a generational talent. Nobody. So we have we have obviously the group chat, and they have argued that Sabonis is good. Why are you guys dissing Sabonis? Shit like that. Nobody's ever said generational talent though. They need to relax. But but they be they like, be acting like he won. They be acting like he's good. No, he's not good. Darnell, he's not good. He's not. No, here's the so here's the thing with Sabonis. Here's what I see Sabonis at at as as at his peak. He would be the third best player on a team that can do something that can be a contender. He could fit a Kevin Love role. He's good enough. To be a Kevin Love type, I'm not player. sure. I'm, I'm not. Well, I guess yeah, he could be a Kevin. Love. I mean, he's he, there's Maybe. not much difference. Between I, him I don't. Him. I don't like comparing him to Kevin Love. Kevin Love's a Hall of Famer. Kevin Love earned his stripes. Don't don't let don't let the you know. Cast I know, but when but when you look at Minnesota, when you look at Minnesota, I know you're gonna compare him to. Okay. Go huh? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I said, when you look at Minnesota, obviously there was less talent in Minnesota. Even though, here's the thing with Indiana: what it's a yeah. bunch, of, it's a bunch of fringe all stars. Whereas in Minnesota, it was really just Kevin Love and Rubio <laughs> for the most part. So Kevin Love was devoid of a lot of talent over there. But when you look at like their impacts on the team, they had similar impacts. They're both. They're, they're both defensive. I mean, they're both not defensive. You know, they can both grab. They both grab a lot of rebounds. They both can shoot the three. I'd say Sabonis is a little better of like a of a um, half court passer. But obviously, Kevin Love's one of the best outlet passers of all time. Oh, I got to disagree with that. I just think Kevin Love's a You think Kevin Love's a better half court passer? passer? Oh, yeah. absolutely. But the thing about Sabonis is Sabonis is a more aggressive scorer in a post. He's so, but he's he not as good at it that way. But but he's not. He's, as he's good. not as. I agree. He's not as good as Kevin Love. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he is Kevin Love. I think he's a worse version of Kevin Love. But I think that he could fit that role on a on a team to be the third best player. Maybe I think that's his peak for a really good team as the third best player. And I feel the same. And I think the the, the dudes around him are kind of in that same mix. They're probably – they could probably be, like, the fourth, though. Miles Turner, Malcolm Brogdon, Karis LeVert, they could probably all be the fourth best player. T.J. Warren got to be a sixth man. That dude can't start on a championship team. But he, can, he, can he play in the NBA? Like, we don't know anything about T.J. Warren at this point. All we know he is that he, played it. he had that bubble stretch where he was dropping 50 every night. <laughs> he got to prove exactly. his health first. Yeah. So, I don't really see – thing about the Pacers is I like Rick – I've always been a, a fan of Rick Carlisle. I don't want to say a fan. It's a little strong. But I like Rick Carlisle as a coach. I don't think this is a good situation for him. I never really thought it was. And if you're Rick Carlisle, what are you really supposed to do with this team? Like, this we know this oh, team wait, is feeling. I mean, Let's... no, I'm I'm not giving him a pass at all for them being 
however, 10 and 16, because that's horrible. But all I'm just trying to say is, Miles Turner, we know what he is. Mm-hmm. Sabonis is going to get you so far. Mm-hmm. And they need, to, they need to go in a different direction. And we've known that because the Pacers have been that team that we always talk about we don't want to be in or we don't want to be. We don't want to be that team that's barely making the playoffs. And the, that 8, 9, 10 rank, that 8, you know what I mean? Like, right you don't want to be there. stuck in that range for because you don't get a high draft pick and you can't really improve it. And you're not getting free agent, so. They should just I mean? do. <clears throat> see, they should just do what Orlando just did. They just have to, they just have to follow it. Orlando said, Vucevic can't be our best player and we do anything because if we're just going to be a perennial eight seed, then we're not, <laughs> we're not doing anything. So, I mean, Orlando went ahead. They cleaned everybody out. They kept the few people that they found, you know, useful. Again, problem with Indiana is that none of them are necessarily young enough. Or, like, they're kind of young. Sabonis is, like, 25. They're all, like, kind of young, but they're not young enough where it's, like, you can still see potential in them. They all just kind of are what they are. They might get a little better. It's just time to ship them all off and see the best thing you can get for them and just try to go for Orlando. Because even though Orlando's shitty, they're in the right direction. They're missing, like, they're missing half of their fucking lineup. So I think Orlando's in a good direction. We'll see how Jalen Suggs pans out, obviously, but they at least have the right idea. Indiana's just stuck on a treadmill that won't work. I, Unless the lottery ball falls in their way. I don't want to give her Carl out pass because here's the thing. They were a 10 seed last year, obviously. Um, or were they nine? They were nine. Because they, they, they played in the play-in tournament. They beat, they beat Charlotte, and then they lost to Washington. Gotcha. So they were a nine last year, and then – Obviously, with David Millen, they were a constant four. They didn't have any more talent than they do now. And last year, they were missing um, – they're missing Miles Turner for a while. So, yeah. the, the, the real thing is Rick Carl stinks. He has for a little bit now, and it's okay. The game passes you by. It happens. Yeah. I don't think the game passes you by. Amen. You do have to evolve. Hey Amen. Look, he was right there with Luka Donacic. Donacic. And what is and what exactly is Luka doing right now that's proving that moving yeah. on from Rick Carlisle was such a great decision? Is he they playing like 11 and 12 in the seventh seed? Nothing. But but Jason Kidd also stinks. So guess what? <laughs> it's two stinky ass teams, huh? Yep. <clears throat> All right. Um LaMelo and uh Terry Rogier got COVID. So they're gonna be out. Well, they at least went in health and safety protocols. So they're expected to be out for at least like five games. However, it was, it was we did see LeBron. I said it wasn't just them two. Oh, was it was it more on the team? Yeah, it was Plumley and one more. I think it was Mike. I don't know. I want to say Jaden McDaniels, but somebody. 
Damn, that report said Lamelo and Terry. They didn't mention Mason <laughs> Because, like, when the report came out, it was just those two at first, and then they added the other two, like, uh, a little bit later. But it's, it's like four players. Yeah. I mean, and then we saw LeBron went in health and safety protocols and then played two days later. <laughs> yeah, so. I told you. Remember we were talking about it. He tweeted, man, something fishy going on. I, he got his two tests. And he said, yo, I'm playing. Yeah. So, I mean, they're just going to be out for a while. I mean, so, obviously, people are still dealing with it. Obviously, it hasn't gone away. And that's why – that's partially why, you know, Canada wants to come up with that rule and everything like that. Do you think the NBA should be any more restrictive about COVID? Or you think people just going to get it if they get it? I don't think they should be more restrictive. I mean, they're a private entity, so they can do what they want. But if if the laws of the country aren't restricting them to a hundred percent be back or ever, for everybody to be vaccinated, then I don't. I guess you really can't do it if you're the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I think that a lot of the conversation is kind of, you know, people think it's kind of weird what they're doing now, obviously, just with the state, um, just going by what the state says. So it's, it's kind of, it is what it is at this point, right? Yeah. That's my opinions on it. All right, Darnell, you got did y'all, did Did y'all see – the um or did y'all see the recent picture of Zion Williams? Oh yeah, I just saw he's Damn. he's reportedly three hundred and thirty pounds. I didn't see that, but that would be crazy. But he definitely he's, put on he, weight. He's six six three thirty, bro. I saw him yesterday. Uh, me and Demetrius were watching uh the game, and I saw him in this Mountain Dew commercial. I was like, "Jeez, bro, why the fuck they got him doing Mountain Dew, bro?" <laughs> I'm just see, I'm just looking at him sitting next to Tatum, or no, it was Levine. I'm just looking at him sitting next yeah, to Levine, Levine, drinking the Mountain Dew. I'm like, "Damn, bro, sound really big as shit." Bro. Yo, he is a big guy. Yeah. I hope I really hope like he can figure it out, man, because that'd be really sad if like he really can't get back to what he was when he first came into I mean he was like a little heavier when he first came in with the Pelicans, but yeah. He was effective and you know what I mean? Like I hope he can still return to form a little bit and this won't hamper him from getting on the court long term because yeah so let me get this That's straight. crazy because now i'm curious. so everyone was roasting him and he just got bigger <laughs> yeah i ain't gonna hold you bro it was one point like for me personally right i had gained like 15 20 pounds at one point and i was like and i felt like i can't do this bro like i really did everything where i was like nah i can't this is just too much extra weight that i'm not used to so for like Zion to like he started out like two seventy two eight at least remember he NBA. was list remember he was listed at two eighty five yeah so he was two eighty five when he came in the NBA being three thirty bro it's like damn you have to notice it 
<clears throat> like it's impossible not to notice. I won't say impossible because I don't know how you know other people function, but like forty-five pounds. Yeah, that's a lot of weight to not notice. To not notice that you're putting on, especially I mean, if you're. I don't think it's about noticing. Right. It's like okay, I get get him out of New Orleans, man. It's too much good food. <laughs> I mean, you got. You got gyms and stuff like that. I mean, I know, I know he was rehabbing and stuff, but it's not like his whole body was hurt. There are upper body exercises, cardio exercises. There are lower body cardio exercises. Like there are things to do to to refrain from it. <clears throat> he needs a better trainer. That's all this is. Nah, you want you want another? I mean, I think what's happening is kind of alluded to it last time, but I guess I'll just say it again. He's a young man in New Orleans. He's got money now. And, you know, he's a superstar still, even even at this state. That means is he has opportunities he's never had before. So even if he does get fat, can still do other things. That if you were to get out of shape, you probably wouldn't have the ability to do. Just gonna leave it there. And that I think is the problem. Well, Darno. Yeah. You remember a while ago when I told you the report about a certain um, NBA superstar? It was it was a report. It was a report about an NBA superstar. And it was that they were in an open relationship. I don't want to say it right now, but. Oh, yeah. I remember. remember that? And you were like, nah, no way. No, I remember that. Yeah. And then it turned out to be true because I, I, I do yeah. reporting. Yeah. There are just reports that I'm hearing from my camp. Yes. Of people. <laughs> people. <laughs> wow. That 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 one Zion mm-hmm. is somewhat of a simp. That means is this is someone who actually came Man. up. We said we saw people. those screenshots. We saw those screenshots posted online. We did see the those screenshots yeah. where the girl exposed him. Girl did expose him. Hey, another baby. girl also exposed him. This was this happened a couple months ago. I met her at a party. <laughs> she was literally, she was like, someone, wow. Her friend was like, yeah, she went to Duke. And I was like, okay, well, that fucking means. It's like, yeah, so she's with like a Duke basketball player. I was like, I still, like Tatum, who's like a little younger. And I was like, damn, they're just ready to tell on this man. So, <clears throat> Basically, all that to say, yeah, he's, he's able to I – mean, she was sleeping with him. So he's able to do all that and still eat food and not care. He's getting paid. And honestly, at the end of the day, man, New Orleans did him no favors because if I'm just going to play, be in shape and not make the playoffs. Can I, can I shoot Zion some bail? Can you do what? Can I shoot him some bail? Can I, can I help him out a little bit, man? Help can him out? Can I defend Zion a little bit, man? Yeah, defend this is him. not a this is not a story 
that surprise or is any different than anybody else in the NBA. So I'll just say that. How's that defending him? It is different because he's 330 pounds. That's the I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's not different than James Harden. That's what <laughs> that's that's who he's comparing him to. James Harden is a little different, though. Man is old now, 30, got MVP. He, I mean, he did just keep scoring 30 for years. Yeah, and Zion had the most efficient rookie season in, in NBA history. But when Zion come back and the average is 25 again, we got really on care. Well, he got yeah, – but, but, but I'm saying, when is that going to happen? Like, is he, he, he going to care? Like, I think he will. I think he will. Right? Mm-hmm. But – he still has to care at the end of the day. And he could care, but, you know, eventually, like we saw, um, like we, you kind of, you know, you would kind of see it with Embiid and a little bit with Jokic. They were, you know, out of shape. But not this out of shape, A. And then B... They, you know, they have limitations. Like, there are some limitations. Joel Embiid's career still gets hurt sometimes. And then he has just certain speed limitations. Because if you just get that big, I feel like I've never been that big. You know, I was that big when I was younger. I was a pretty chubby kid, but I was never, like, adult. Bring honey. Yeah. Or I guess my comparison would be, like, 260. I was never like that. I feel it slipping, and I'd be like, nah, this ain't, this ain't it. Yeah, as soon, it as soon as you feel that shit, like, kind of coming, you're like, nah, 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 not to me, not today. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the thing, right? Like, you can say that. It's hard to say that for a 20 – how old is I, 21? Mm, yeah, I think so. Age 21. But we've been 21. We haven't been 21 in Rich. But 21. I'm just, all I'm just saying is like at 21 to put on that much weight is like, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy not great. Because, yeah, like you not, it's not like you got a, your metabolism is super slowed down to where you old now. And you know what I mean? And like you Charles Barkley putting on weight. But it's not like, it'd be one thing if he was like a fucking Twitch streamer, some shit like that nigga that's not a professional athlete like he's a like this is his job he's a professional athlete like he can't be athletic that's the thing like he has deep injuries but yeah i don't know i think the bigger the bigger concern is also is he going to like like what's the situation so he's just not gonna play because he's fat like is that what's happening <laughs> like, like I'm being so serious. This is I, this is the this is David Griffin's Pelicans, man. So I don't know what's gonna happen with that team, man. This team is so the team is so bad. Like I don't know. Like they probably have set them for the whole season. Like I, I wouldn't even be surprised. 
Cause he's. I don't think he's gonna play this year. I really don't. There's no way. They can't afford to do that because he's gonna be gone soon. He is going yeah. to be gone soon. That is one thing. What if what if this is some super master plan for Zion to try to get out of the world? I mean, it, it works for Harden, but I mean. It looks like it, but you don't want to get 300 pounds. Bro, he he damn near closer to 400 <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Like, Not exactly how the math he, he works. He's getting there. He's <laughs> getting there. If he yeah. keeps balloon, if he keeps putting on more weight, 400. If, if he's going to get 45 pounds in like two months, you feel it's me? pretty bad. You feel me? 400 ain't that far away at this point. It's about 70 pounds away from 330, but. Hey man, forty-five pounds sounded like a lot of weight to me. <laughs> yeah, what was he before? You said two eighty-five. Two eighty-five. Forty pounds is a lot of weight to gain. That's a lot of weight to gain. Like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> The 400 ain't that far away. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Damn, Zion. And I know you guys saw, like, um, Shaq and Charles laughing at him. That's how you know it's bad. Damn. Not the man that they be talking about donuts all the time. <laughs> and then Shaq, who also got out of weight. Yeah, no, Shaq got super fast as soon as he left Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was just everywhere. I mean, the yeah. complaint with him and Kobe was that he was fat then. That was the whole thing. That was one of the things I should say. Well, he they well he was lazy. He was kind of he was he was kind of bigger then, but it honestly helped him at that point because he was just so big that nobody could guard him. <laughs> but, you feel me? Then he started going other places. Then he started like get out of sh- like out of breath and out of shape, and he just got a lot worse. He was cool like the first year in Miami. He was all right the second year in Miami, but then after that, he just kind of became a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> so, but again, that's a lot different, you know. Obviously, um, a little bit later in the career for sure. Yeah, that was like 13, 14 years deep. Yeah. Damn, Zion. Damn. All right. So, so the NBA just came out with their updated power rankings and their updated MVP ladder. So, the power rankings for right now are the best team is Golden State. The second best team is the Phoenix Suns. Third is Milwaukee. Fourth is Chicago. Fifth is Utah. Sixth is Brooklyn. Seven is Cleveland. Eight is Miami, nine is Boston, and ten is wow. Philadelphia. So if I agree with Philadelphia being up there, he suck. <laughs> y'all doing y'all thing though, low key. Y'all the six seed. Y'all thirteen and eleven. Y'all doing y'all thing. Oh, I are do we thirteen think, eleven now? We were, we were yeah, I do think that Washington got snubbed. I think Washington's a little better than y'all. Washington has a better record. But 
you know, the people still don't believe in Bradley Beal, so. <laughs> nope. The thing about Bradley Beal is Bradley Beal is not really having, like, the best He's season. Not. Like, yeah. No, nah, it's, it's really – it's the team around him. He's 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 been vibing this year by me. If he's gonna score 30 two plus years and still be an eight seed, <laughs> then you know, giving but up the ball a little bit is good. The thing about it is if he does get it going and his numbers do increase, the wizards gonna be dangerous, man. Yeah. Cause they got some depth. Yeah, they got a lot of depth right now. You know, they're they're center. Their addition of Daniel Gafford was obviously a huge move last off. I mean, last um, trade deadline or whenever. Um, you know, getting Trezzy, Kuzma, and Kentavious for Russell Westbrook was obviously a steal for them. Even though Westbrook's been playing really good recently, I don't even want to knock him. He's been playing great recently, but um, you know, just getting those three players for him was obviously a really good deal. And um, the the pickup of Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, he had just come back from a torn ACL. But he's been balling, so. Yep. Now Washington doing their thing. I think they're one of the teams that, you know, may have been underrated in the rankings. Um, hey, man. Memphis, wait, wait, wait. Darnell, you're not going to say anything about your squad, bro. Top 10. This got to be the latest they've been top 10. Rip. Since LeBron. Uh, <laughs> this is the thing, man. Like, I don't want to just – I don't want to go, like, I'm still trying to see exactly how good they can be because I don't want to put any expectations on them. It's one of those years where you have nothing to gain. You have nothing to lose, I mean. And, like, it's just vibes. Like, all vibes this year, man. Like, they can, like, they lost to – or they lost to the Bucks. They lost to the Jazz by one. They had a chance to beat the Jazz. Um, Darius Garland took a three at the end of the game where he probably should have – probably drove in the paint, tried to get a floater off because it was a one-point game. He went for a deep three, not the greatest decision, and they lost that game. But if it was years past and it was like you had high expectations for the team, that loss would have hurt. But when it's just vibes, it's like, all right, you made it. Like next time, you know, probably look at a different option. So Man. that's a positive for the team. Like so it's like all all less all wins and lessons, man. It's a it's really good for y'all right now. Y'all are doing all this without, you know, Sexton being there. So it shows you, you know, what y'all what y'all are capable of without him. And like I've seen the connection between Garland and Jared Allen is crazy right now. Like yeah, I watched y'all game against um I forget who it was. I think it was Wash. It was Washington. I watched y'all game against Washington, and mm-hmm. Darius Garland and Jared Allen literally. When I say literally, they literally did a pick and roll every single play, a pick and roll alley oop every yeah. single play. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" And Washington could just never stop it. Gafford could just not get in position, and Trezzy was just too small to guard it. I was like, "Oh, Jared Allen really does work out here." And then obviously Mobley. Um, Mobley just out there being a defensive defensive presence out there, you know. I mean, he was rookie of the month. 
it was it was it was going to be it was a strong competition between him and Scotty Barnes. I thought Scotty might win it just because Mobley was out a few games, but you know uh, Mobley did wind up winning it. Josh Giddy was the one in the West, so, so people know. But um, yeah, yeah, having Mobley out there doing his thing and the Cavs are looking like a decent team now. The question becomes, you know, how deep y'all can get without Colin Sexton. And if y'all can get deep, then you feel me. No, you know, yeah. I think you know what I think the next question is. I think the next question is, all right, the Cavs have played well this season, relatively well. And they're currently seventh in you saw it, what, seventh in the power rankings? Yeah. They're pretty high. Like, so <laughs> do they get all star consideration? Is the question. For who? It would be either Jared Allen or Darius Garland, but one of those two players have to get some all-star consideration if they're going to continue to be in that range of teams. That's just yeah. how it works. Yeah. I mean, what's his name? Uh, Jared Allen can get it. It's fine. Go ahead, Jared. You earned it. Uh, Jared Allen been doing – like, we saw the vibes in, in Brooklyn. We definitely saw it when he was there. We were like, Jared Allen, that's a piece they don't want to get rid of because look at where Brooklyn is now. Yeah. All of the centers are out the rotation. <laughs> Every yep. single one of them. Nick Claxton, baby. <laughs> like, they got no bigs. They actually said, would. If they had Jared Allen, they 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 would run away with the East, no lie. Yeah. Um, so, I don't think they would have – obviously, they wouldn't have James Harden. But – I just got to say, though, like, even though Jared Allen was good when he was with Brooklyn, he's better now with the Cavs than he was with his, with the Nets. He's a Man. better player at this point now in his career than he was a couple years ago. Like he's improved that much. Like he's if you watch older. him on a night to night basis. He's he's older and now he has more of a remember his point guards at throughout that point were D'Angelo Russell, um, who's a score first point guard, Spencer Dinwiddie, who's good but he's not you know he's not what Darius Garland can be and um you feel me then it was Kyrie Irving who's also another score first point guard he's never had like a pure facilitator like Jared Allen's proof I mean that like Darius Garland's proving he can be even though Darius Garland is a capable scorer he's he's proving that he's a point guard and you know Jared Allen's playing with a bunch of shooting guards (laughs) so his best point, his his best pure point guard was Spencer Dinwiddie, and Darius Garland's better. So, at least he he can he can be better. He has a higher ceiling. So, I'd say that about Jared. But Jared Allen always had the potential. It was always clear. That's why, like, it was weird when Houston like traded for him because they had Christian Wood. So it was kind of like, do you want Christian or do you want Allen? I mean, obviously no, they want. They didn't. That's the thing. They they did not want Jared Allen. They didn't trade for him at all. That's how we got in the trade. Mm. Oh, it was just it was a three team trade. Yep. <laughs> nice moves by the Cavs, man. Like the Rubio move was nice, and there was a report that the Warriors were interested in Ricky Rubio and in a buyout. Yeah, if he were to get one, 
Cause they real, cause last year they realized what what we were saying, bro. They he needed they needed another point guard. They didn't need a, they didn't really need a center like they thought they did. Cause Kevon Looney's good enough to be there for like ten minutes, for then Draymond to become the center. Like they're he's fine for that, but they needed another point guard because Steph can't just had a ball in his hands all the time and everybody else was stupid. Like as nice as Jordan Poole is. He can be dumb sometimes. Draymond, as we know, can be dumb. And then, you know, Juan, he's just not experienced enough, but he can be dumb sometimes. Like, everybody, they just needed another point guard that can, you know, be calm. That's why I thought LaMelo, you know, would have been a good pick for him, but obviously they went with Wiseman. But then, you know, Rubio would have been that type of presence. And he's been doing really well for y'all. He's, he's you know, picked up a lot of what Colin Sexton has been out. And you know he's been doing his thing. Actually, like the thing is, like Rubio's not been playing that well since Conversation has been out. It's really been uh, all Darius Garland. I just remember that. I just remember that forty-point game he had, where he hit like eight threes. <laughs> that was actually the. I think that was actually the game Colin Sexton went out too. That was oh, the dear. second half of that game. And Rubio just I said, "Fuck it, I got you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rubio started snapping. Demetrius, you was gonna say something? Uh, Rubio did go crazy. I must say. Yeah. All right, then, I thought uh, you were saying something. Go ahead. Nah. Right. <laughs> and then the power rankings. I mean, the uh, no, the MVP ladder. So number one is Steph Curry. Number Easy. two is Kevin Durant. Number three is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Number four is Nikola Jokic. Number five is Christopher Paul. Number six is Jimmy Butler. Number seven is DeMarvelous DeRozan. Number eight is Zachary Levine. Number nine is Trey Young. And number 10 is the Stifle Tower himself, Rigo Bear. They have DeRozan Somebody. over Levine. That's interesting. DeRozan, oh, yeah, man. Like, they, DeRozan been vibing out there, man. Yeah. DeRozan has been attention. I'll look. I'll look right now. I'm, I'm curious. They always have Gobert over Mitchell in these. I was just about to say, there's one player on this list that doesn't belong. I mean, time yeah. player. Did they, they're going to give him all the credit all the time anyway. Fuck it. He's, he all, he's always there over Donovan. He's always higher. I don't think Donovan's ever been higher. They're saying go bears the peace. Yeah, they're saying he's the reason. <laughs> Whatever. Hey man, that's what the NBA's trying. That's what the NBA's trying to tell us. Yeah. As if we can't see the playoff game. <laughs> Shit. It's really ridiculous. Hey man, I've I've made my statement that I don't believe he's a top five center, but I still don't. My top five would be Embiid, Jokic, whichever order. Um, Bam, Aiton, whichever order. Fifth, I said, you know what? He might be fifth, but I like Christian Wood. I like, well, Anthony Davis is a center now, so that takes away. That takes away uh, what's his face? Gobert. What's his face? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, oh, that's crazy man. because – no, I was just gonna say that's crazy because he don't like Anthony Davis either. So uh, I mean, you really, 
I said you don't like Anthony Davis either. So you, you must dislike. really not like. I never disliked Anthony Davis. I never said I didn't like Anthony Davis. I just called him glass man. <laughs> just he always hurt. I, I don't hate Anthony Davis. I don't care for him. No, I ain't say you hate him at all. But no, I I mean He's I ain't AD the hater. So I ain't the biggest fan, but I ain't. He's not a fan. Not, like, you're not a fan. Not, yeah, I'm not like damn. He sucks. I see. I see his presence to the team. <laughs> he nice. Wow. So I just looked it up. Yeah, DeRozan and Levine are literally the same player. So, and that's literally. why they're seven and eight. <laughs> they both average twenty six points, five point three rebounds, four assists. DeRozan and DeRozan's hands a lot more, man. I'm telling you, and even huh? getting even DeRozan's been a steady hand for them, though, man. Like that makes sense. I mean, Levine's up and down. Bucket. Hey, I'm not the biggest Levine guy, so trust me. I was just curious. But you're not the biggest DeRozan guy either. Nah, they're still going to – they might get to the second round. You know, I could be wrong. Now they're going to make the second round. The question is, can they go any further, which is probably not. <laughs> I don't know if it's a if it's an absolute – well, they are the three seed. It's not a guarantee that they make it out the first round. All right, let's let's see the let's see the standings as of as of right now. Guarantee. So, right now is the Sixers, I think. Well, okay, they're the two seed. They're the second seed, so they will play the Sixers. Nah, uh, oh. Chicago. Man, okay. Sixers ain't nowhere near no second seed. I'm like, yeah, I'm like that don't make sense. Nah. <laughs> Maybe if Ben was there, probably if Ben was there. Fuck him. <laughs> don't need him. Never heard of him. All right, we don't need him, but we want Damian Lillard in return. We do. That's who we need. <laughs> Is that who you need? I don't know. That's I don't know either, but you know we're here. So. We need. We don't need Ben, but we'll. But we need Kate Cunningham for him. <laughs> yeah, we'll take him. We'll take him off your hands. Speaking no, of Kate Cunningham, Kate Cunningham is. He's just been figuring it out, though. I just want to say, nah, that. Kate. Kate Cunningham been vibing these last like four or five games. Now he started off real shitty, but I mean he was you know coming back from injury. Now he vibing. I think he averaged like sixty percent from three like this last couple like these last few games. Like he really out there killing shit. Nah, Kate looking like a problem. One thing I don't know if we talked about it. We might talk about it last time. My guy Jalen Green. My guy Jalen Green. He has not been there whatsoever, and they've gone. I don't know if they lost the last game, but they at least went on like a six-game winning streak. No, I think they play again tonight. And they're still on the winning streak. Yeah, my guy Jalen Green, you better not come back. If they start losing every game immediately. <laughs> hey, what's up? What's up? What's up with these number two picks, man, that get drafted, man? And then the team just get better when they get out, they get hurt, man. Like, happened with Wiseman. Happening with Jalen Green. I mean, Wiseman was just so defensively stupid. And he just didn't do what the offense asked him to do, bro. All you got to do is set a pick and roll and, and let Steph get open. It's the he entire did, He offense. did refuse to do that. <clears throat> huh? So he did refuse to do that. Oh, you, that's the whole – that's all the – that's why they don't need a center. Because that's all they do. They're just there to set picks and catch the cage. Please, 
The man said, I'm going to let this shit rip. He said, I'm going to be a star today. No, that's not what they, – they don't need a star center. They just need a serviceable center. Right. Fuck it. I mean, but nah, I mean, I don't watch the Rockets play enough to know why Jalen Green was ass. But them going on a six-game win streak without him when they lost when they were like one and fucking fifteen with him, it's just not a good sign <laughs> for the guy. I'm, I'm actually going to the Cavs Rockets game next week on Wednesday, so I'm gonna see dissect, the Rockets up close. Dissect them for us, man. I want to know why are oh, they good man. right now. I hope Jalen Green's there. I want you, I want I think, you to tell me why he's shitty. <laughs> I think a lot. I think a lot of it has to do with them moving Christian Wood to center. Girl, is why they playing better. Was he not the center? Was he the power forward? Yeah, they was, they was going too bigs. Yeah, that's dumb. Christian Wood is way too damn slow to be a four. Pretty much. All right, man. Thank you guys so much for joining. Hopefully you enjoyed this edition of Lumia Sports. Um, I'm going to try to come with a second one this week. Like, do, do the best I can. Um, but, no, nah, I just hope you guys enjoy it. And for Darnell and Dom, this was Demetrius. Later. Later. Triple D's deuces. Shout out Zion. <laughs> <laughs>